Hello Waterloo Road fans, it's Tom here, your podcast host just popping in before we get started to tell you about our Patreon page. As I'm sure you know, it's a subscription service where you can get loads of extra stuff from us, including our Waterloo Road Awards, reviews of other school-based shows, episode 2 of Phoenix Rise is live this week. We've also got our Waterloo Road fan fiction, which we'll be doing more of soon, and extended versions of all of our cast member interviews. So if you would like to see those things, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash waterlooroadpod. And I would like to thank those of you who have already hit the subscribe button. So thank you to Charlotte, to Joe Buckle, to Holly, to Aya, to Georgia Leah, who is on Instagram and TikTok as the Avocado Bath. Thank you to Frank, to Sarah Myfen, to Benji Wordsworth, who would like to shout out manholecovers.co.uk slash shop. Thank you to Leisha, to Eve, to Tom Percival, to Maddie, to Matthew Kumar, to Eliza, who is at WaterlooXRoad underscore on Instagram. Thank you to Lou Parsons, to Mel, to Natalie, who is at NatalieTheBookReader on Instagram. Thank you to Helen, to Avid Collector, to Ollie C, to Rebecca Grimshaw, to Peter. Thank you to Hannah Louise, who would like to shout out NHS Mental Health Services. Thank you to Lottie Smith, to Joel, to Alicia, to Emmy, to Helen, who is on Instagram at red.head.red. Thank you to Laura, to Becky, and finally, thank you to Kat. It's so great to have so many of you subscribed. Your support is much appreciated. And if you listening now would like to join the list of shoutouts, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash waterlooroadpod. And now without any further ado, let's get on with this week's podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Everything From Nothing, the Waterloo Road podcast. I am Tom Beasley, your Waterloo Road super fan, joined as ever by Luke Stevenson. How are we? I'm good. We had a fan comment. Yes. Um, no one's else has emailed in. They have. Oh, why didn't we do this before? I'm going to read an email. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to just, I was going to throw it in organically after we'd done the how are yous. Oh, no. But you decided, no, I'm going to... Oh no, because I was going to make a specific reference to a fan comment, but we'll do this now. Okay, we'll do this. So I have got an email from Emmy. Hello, Emmy. Thank you very much for emailing. Um, and I happen to know Emmy is a Patreon subscriber, so thank oh. you very much. Um, so Emmy says, Hi, I just wanted to say a huge thank you, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart. I've listened since the beginning, but in March 2022, I found out I was pregnant. The podcast kept me company during sleepless nights and during the start of labour. As it happens, it was far too painful for even your dulcet tones to relax me. Thank God for epidurals. Now my daughter is here, I really look forward to every Friday for the new episode and I listen whilst we go for a walk. I dread to think what you'd think of me if you could see how often I start an episode again and again and fall asleep halfway through. That's not a statement on your content, but more on my tiredness. Keep up the good work. I don't know what I would have done without you both. Oh, how lovely. Presumably, um, if she'd had a son, it would have been called either Luke or Tom. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> my follow-up was going to be, is the child called Lucy? Or what's the girl version of Tom? Tammy? Tammy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let us know, because if you didn't do that, then it's a bit of a slap in the face. <laughs> After all that, send a nice email. Didn't even yeah. know. No, I Put the birth certificate where your mouth is. Who's got the dulcet tones? I don't think either of us are particularly dulcet. No. 
I love that. I love the idea of someone trying to keep calm during labour and some poor midwife who's having to hear us. <laughs> Don't take care of their child. <laughs> what are they talking about piss? Yeah. <laughs> you can't even press charges in this country. <laughs> Oh Jesus! Um, but yeah, I was going to say we had a fan comment in the week responding to our coverage of uh, series twelve, episode one. Yes, your coverage of series twelve, episode one. No, no. Oh, the podcast. The podcast. Not your, not your tweets. No, I just no. assumed it was a complaint about your. No, tweets. no, no. That's still <laughs> pending. Um, but it was someone saying they found it weird to listen to us be broadly positive. Yes. About it, and as you know, this week the episode again is quite good. Um, I thought we'd you know, rebalance things with a story of woe and negativity. Uh-huh. So do you want to tell the story of how getting playoff final tickets for Coventry went? Well, you know, <laughs> by the point you're listening to this, I might, there might be pictures of me with a scarf in the crowd at Wembley. Um, uh, yes, Coventry are in the playoff final. As things stand, I don't have a ticket. Um, um, my first note, what do you reckon it's going to be about? I don't know. Okay, it's because the episode is written by Davy Jones. <laughs> You were you and my other half, the two people who pointed that out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there'd be more scenes near the lockers. Yes. Yes. There it is. There you go. Putting that down. That's my one that note. Was, that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> my one note. Now it's just me reading my notes. Yeah. <laughs> After that, I was put my feet up, have a cigarette, I'm done. Um, so we start with Val singing. She's singing Try a Little Tenderness. Uh, a version of which will be the play-out song. Yeah. Um, the... I always like this kind of thing where they like discover in between series a talent that one of the actors and characters has. And suddenly, the thing is, they didn't just make Val someone who can sing. She's like a famous singer. Yeah, yeah. Who like Wendy went to see in the 90s. I, yeah. <laughs> Which is very um, the friend from Bridget Jones, the guy who made yes. one song in the 90s and then um, found out like, one song in the 80s got him laid all the way through the 90s. Yeah. She could um, just be a person who can sing. Yeah, yeah, lots she, of people she can. She have to be famous. Because <laughs> that makes her perplexing story from here to there. Yeah. Although I guess it's a, it's a path well-worn at Waterloo Road that you go from moderate career success to being a teacher at Waterloo Road. Uh, basketball is back. Sort I know. of. And apparently it's played with the dedication of college sports in America. Yeah, really where they're talking about their to rebounds s- and stats. stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Preston and Kai are like bantering over their, their relative basketball abilities yeah and it's just like guys you're both short please get some perspective <laughs> Kai Kai isn't rebounding <laughs> um, Izzy is nervous about this drama performance for the word beaters the word beaters no one got the memo that the performances are supposed to be at the end of the series yeah I know it's, it felt wrong, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And we, it's so so soon after the last one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at the last one, a man got stabbed. Yes. You think you'd... You... <laughs> Maybe that's why they're not doing it at the end of term. Yeah. But you just think you'd you'd, um, you'd have a hold on these for a little while. Yeah. There's some awkwardness between Dante and Amy. Dante well, hasn't been in for a week. It, yeah, yeah, that makes it more awkward, Dante. Yeah. It's a band-aid. Rip it I off. sat at home for a week in shame. <laughs> Just, Why are you a bit awkward about it, Amy? Hand, hand scrubbing his sheets, <laughs> taking them to the river and hitting them with a rock. Yeah, deeply bizarre, deeply bizarre. Um, there's a bit where there's a bit where Mr. Guthrie does the Jeff smile, Ooh. and I could just feel the I feel the visceral hatred whenever he does the smile. <laughs> yeah, a really inexplicable. It's weird that Peep Show has become required viewing. Yeah, for listeners of this podcast, just to understand the, the feeling. Yeah. 
Um, so it turns out Nikki, after all of last week's stuff, is still living uh, with her mum. Uh, Debs is not there. We don't know Debs's fate. No. Where, where in the criminal justice system she currently is. Yeah, yeah. Whether any charges have been pressed. Why, why would... Because mm, they say about whether she's a fit mother. Yeah. So there'd be some... But she wouldn't be in prison for this, would she? I don't... I don't know. Do you go to prison for drugging a child? Great, um, I'm not gr- Googling that. Great Google. Excellent <laughs> Google. So, yeah, Nikki is talking about, you know, seeing if people are a fit mother. And Dante says, oh, well, I think you're fit. And then goes, oh, no, no, nah, nah. Dante. And then no. he, says, he says the phrase, good at mumming. Good at mumming. <laughs> Which, if anything's a bit dirty, it isn't it? sounds really dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she could sell that on OnlyFans. Yeah, I was going to say, good at mumming. <laughs> so there have been some sort of budgetary cuts to stuff to do with the show, and Val is very angry at Kim about this. On the day of the show. On the day of the show. So, but it's not just that, it's just all these things. Val, this is your own poor planning. Yeah. Buy it ahead of time. Yeah. Don't buy it and expect it to turn up on the day. Yeah, the, the staging that needed to be painted on the day, yeah, yeah. the PA system that needed to be replaced. No. All of this stuff should have been done weeks ago. Yeah, and from a professional singer as well. If, <laughs> if she was, when she was doing the O2 in 97, um, <laughs> it's very windy. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, she wasn't waiting for the stage hands on, yeah. on the day no. of. Um, Amy's a podcast listener. Thank God. Because she says, you haven't told anyone about last week, have you? Yes, love, love Amy for that. Yeah. Um, and then there's some awkwardness and Dante, like, you know, upsets her. Um, does, it, does he say no? He says something really egregious to make her feel as bad as possible. Yeah. I can't remember the exact phrase. No. It's like, oh, I wouldn't tell anyone about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not something I want to broadcast. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I that's had what it you is. in my bed. Yeah, that's something I want to broadcast. Yeah. I, as if he was supposed to say, yes, I would love to broadcast to everyone yeah. the awkward, not quite sexual encounter I had with you yeah, last week. You say, no, no, it's just you know something a misunderstanding yeah. between friends. You know, we move, we move on. Um, he did literally kiss her five minutes before. Yeah. If there's, if there's ever such a thing as the eyes, it's... Yes. Uh, Kai and Preston are doing some light paint-based joshing. Um, yeah. It's very uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. Well, 10 Things I Hate About You or two basketball players paying a school drama set on their lunch break. It's High School Musical. I guess. It, yeah. it, 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 it's High School Musical. Well, we musical. know Kai is a devotee of High School Musical. Yeah, exactly. And I'm a long uh, believer in the theory that... Um, Chad and Ryan in High School Musical had a secret love affair yes. with one another. I think we had this conversation on the Patreon podcast. Yeah, yeah. That we did. Yes. Yeah. So if you want to tune in for that, <laughs> if you want to, if you're on the fence about subscribing, yeah, yeah. We 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 talk about whether there are gay subtexts in High School Musical. Yes. Yeah. No, oh, it's a it's a it's a tough code to crack. It's not subtext actually, because the, the director went out and just confirmed it yeah, after the fact, but Disney wouldn't let them put it in. Yeah. No. Um. Disney would take everything from us. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the Willow TV series <laughs> reboot. The, the Willow TV series and Ryan and Chad's long life together. Yeah, virtually all of our Christmas Patreon specials are what's on Disney Plus we can watch. <laughs> oh, I know. We have no material. They're at, they're at risk. That's an interesting domino effect, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Indian cricket fans cancel their subscriptions to Disney Plus and we can't release Christmas Patreon specials anymore. <laughs> We can't do Zombies 4. <laughs> Don't tempt me, Frodo. Um, 
So yeah, Dante sees Kai and Preston, and he asks, "Oh, if, 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 are you guys together? Are, are, do you guys have a bit of a frisson?" Is yes. his exact words. <laughs> if only. <laughs> um, but yeah, he says to Preston, uh, "Oh, you know, I like seeing you happy because what the Preston and Dante have a nice little bond. A nice little bond. <laughs> I did. I did have a question, which is when is Tom going to describe this as yeah, a nice little it's, bond? It's an NLB. <laughs> um, where isn't that a picture of a monkey you can buy? Um, didn't." Where did, where did the nice little bond come from? Did they have it last year? Yeah, because Dante found Preston by the bins. Oh, yeah. Um, and they spent the day making that horrible thing, the tree. Oh, yeah. Which the- they've now... Okay, here's, here's how we know they're podcast listeners, because you went unnaturally hard on the memorial tree. Yeah. And is the memorial tree visible? No, no, it's paint now. Yeah. And it's a rather lovely painting. And they've gone, oh, Tom doesn't like it. We have to we have to adjust it, <laughs> but they have as we've I can't it's in the next episode isn't it they have named a thing after Chloe within the school yeah, yeah. which was what I said they would do. <laughs> so uh, in the staff room we see that Sammy's dad, Mister Chowdhury, is donating lots of computers to the school, but for some reason this means they need to upgrade all the other computers mm-hmm. at a substantial cost, um, which is why all the cuts are happening to the arts budget. Yeah, so it sounds like they're being had here because it sounds like he's giving them 50% of stock he can't get rid of. Yeah. And as a result, they need to purchase yeah, yeah. <laughs> another yeah. half of the computers. Yes. Um, I find What I find interesting is there's a very real debate about the way arts are shafted in terms of school budgets. Mm-hmm. But this is not the reason that arts budgets are shafted. They're shafted because of government. Yeah, yeah. And the you know the conservative government's distrust of creativity. Yeah, but I guess and yeah, but I guess this is that filtering down. I guess so to the extent. But they can also just go. Okay, we were fine with the un-upgraded computers beforehand because they do. So the we can just have fifty percent upgraded, yeah. and then have fifty percent not. Yeah, because those were fine a day ago. Yeah, unless. Because it makes sound like Mr. Charity's only giving them these computers if they purchase the rest yeah. from him. And that's like, I'm pretty certain that's like a pyramid yeah. scheme. <laughs> yeah. But look, I, I just found it interesting because they still do the talking points. So Val saying the arts are being shafted and Lyndon saying, oh, well, you know, core subjects teach core values, maths, English, the, the sciences. sciences. Um, what core value did you ever learn from doing science to year 11? <laughs> yeah. None. I don't care. Yeah, I've got two GCSEs in science. I've got three! I did core and additional science. I've got an AS level in science. I didn't even do an A level. Uh, I've got an AS level in all of... Not even a specific one. All of science. The sciences as a whole. I've got an AS in the sciences. uh, Yeah, and all it ever taught me to respect is a calculator. Yeah. Um, But then Mr. Chowdhury says, Oh, you know, in the real world, tech trumps tambourines. Stab him in the neck. (laughs) Here's, I quite like the fact that he isn't like some kind of... The villain of this series isn't some comedic, um, comedically over-the-top, um, you know, tie-wearer from the authority. Yeah. It's very much just like parents with very real concerns. Yes, yes. Like over-egging and like what... that The the drama comes from the balancing act of trying to teach children and then trying to keep parents happy. Yeah. Because I can always, I, you know, we don't um you know 
get too involved with Scarlet School. It's kind of like your teachers crack on with it. Yeah. And we always try to, when we go see our teachers, we try to be the nicest person possible. Because yeah. I know on someone else on those parenting things is giving them a rough old time. Oh, definitely. It. For sure. Um, I really like the way the show is handling Kai and Preston's relationship. I like how the fact that Kai is just so tone deaf at every point. At no point is he capable of reading how Preston feels. And he's just like, um, I just, you know, it's just family stuff. I don't need your help with it. And then Kai's like, he's asking me, me, Kai, to set up a food bank and stare him in the eye as I announce this food bank to the world. There's a lot of food bank stuff later. But yeah, I love this bit where they, they hold hands in the hallway. Yes. And it's just a really, it's a really big moment for them, but it's not portrayed as being a big moment for everyone else, yeah, which yeah. is really nicely done. Yeah. Like they don't do that. Everyone looking and going, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I feel like old Waterloo Road would certainly have done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, um, uh, Edward Cullen walking Bella into school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Kai offers to Preston to take him for a meal and Preston doesn't want to go for a meal. Um, that's the one thing he doesn't want to do. Um, but he says, oh, you know, I've got lots of things on and I'm job hunting, so I can't do that. So, yeah, there's some stuff here. We find out that Val once played at Glastonbury mm-hmm. and that Wendy went to see her perform in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. But weird that this never came up. Although I guess it wouldn't necessarily come up naturally mm-hmm. because these these teachers have known each other. Yeah, yeah. They, they, you know, they, they've long come to terms with the fact that she was famous. Yeah, yeah. And playing at Glastonbury is a broad... I'm, not to diminish it. <laughs> Obviously, I've never done it. But when the, Waterloo, you, when the Waterloo Road podcast goes live to Glastonbury. Yeah, yeah. You don't know whether she's on the... Whether that, that can encapsulate the pyramid stage yeah. and introducing tent, uh, an indie tent or a backing singer in one of the tents. I think either way... It's, it's very a, It's a big achievement. It's a very big achievement. But when you can say, oh, they play Glastonbury, you just go, hmm. But in the same way that... You know, the killers played Glastonbury yeah. or the same way that... I don't think the suggestion is she was headlining the pyramid stage. Well, she could have done. I don't think that's the suggestion. Um, so Val is frustrated because she keeps being allocated to, like, cover science lessons when she's supposed to be preparing the show. Yes. If she'd scheduled the show for the end of term, like everyone else, wouldn't have been a problem, would it? No. Um... I do enjoy the fact that Val, again, podcast listeners, she becomes an insert here because she just starts saying to Kim, Kim, I'm just saying all the things you used to believe in. Yeah. What happened to you? And that was yeah. last, last series. Like, why is Kim saying the wrong things all of the time? Yeah, yeah, that's it. So Val goes to Kim and says, you know, um, and Kim's like, oh, by the way, we are cutting GCSE music. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Val does, like you said. At least that's more believable than in series eight <laughs> yeah, when they yeah, tried yeah. to claim they were cutting RE. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Val says, you know, you were an art teacher. Your whole thing was, um, you know, championing creativity and expression. So uh, they then uh, Kim then has a conversation with Andrew. He only walks in right after she's been humbled. Yes. <laughs> but that's very Andrew. He waits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He waits. It's like an ex who only walks in when you, you know, you've got <laughs> on your ankles or something like that. <laughs> How often in your life have you had <laughs> on your ankle. But you know what? When it happens, an ex will be there. <laughs> um, so yeah, Andrew says, oh, you know, all this bickering reminds reminds uh, me of us. Um, and Kim's like, oh, we weren't so bad. Andrew says, Grantley and Steph were higher up your Christmas card list. Mm. Nice to get a reference to the fact that previous people existed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't quite follow that because he say 
on her Christmas card list. Yeah, I think the suggestion is that that they were very, that there was tension between Kim and Andrew mm-hmm. to begin with, and that she liked Stefan Grantly more. Yeah, but do those two ever share a Christmas together? I, I don't know. We saw one term, yeah, and then a new school year. I, well, we never seen those two share a Christmas. No, no, we haven't. Um. Yeah, he's doing a knife crime workshop this afternoon because he's back to being a knife crime person. Yeah. Not a general school consultant. Yes. Don't know what his job is. How how much knife crime work does he need to do? Why? And when they're cutting budgets, why is there still money for knife crime, man? Well, quite. Um, why, well, why? Actually, I guess when you've just had a knife crime on site, <laughs> you, do, you do find the money for that, don't you? Especially with the amount of copycats you'll now have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't <laughs> move for copycats. <laughs> Why isn't Andrew in the show more? Uh, Asking for a friend. <laughs> Listen, I last series, I wanted them to make... Um, uh, I wanted them to come to terms with the fact that Dante killed a child. Yeah. And there are eight episodes winding me up about it. <laughs> yeah. You wanted your Andrew Trenum cameo, you get it, but Oh, I'm grips. getting a cameo. He's in, he's in the bloody credit sequence now. Yeah. Give him some things to do. Yeah, get his top off. What? <laughs> I didn't say that. What? <laughs> what? Weird echo in here. Yeah. Um, Andrew gives Kim Sir Alex Ferguson's book about leadership. Yeah. And they do a bit where Kim says, well, I'm a Leeds fan. Dirty, dirty Leeds. Because a- Andrew d- definitely wouldn't understand the Man United versus Leeds rivalry. No, no. That would never have occurred well, to yes, him. Well, yes, he would. Lancashire, Yorkshire, the War of the Roses. <laughs> yeah. The Roses derby in the cricket is the big is the big derby in the year. Yeah, maybe if you explain it to him that way. <laughs> yeah. Kim was never that patient. Nikki recognizes Amy's bag from Dante's floor. Mm-hmm. Some admirable detective work from after Nikki. a week as well. Yeah, after a week as well. Yeah, she had to really burn that bag into her mind. Yeah, she did. Like you bring your bag over here. I could not pick your bag <laughs> up and line up. <laughs> You brought your bag over here, you know, on and off for five yeah, or six that's it. years. My bag's always on your floor. Yeah, and no one says that we're sleeping together. <laughs> so yeah, Nikki then goes to speak to Dante about this. Dante says, "Oh, nothing happened. I sort of told her I wasn't ready to move on yet." And Nikki says, "Well, did you make that completely clear?" And Dante sort of like, mm. I think, I think when she's you made naked, it quite clear when she's naked in your bed, you say put your clothes on and leave, please. Yes. There is no clearer statement than that. Yeah. As I as I said, I want this to be so embarrassing if I turned her down right now. Yeah, yeah no. But I find it really odd that Nikki at one point says, oh, sorry if I stopped you from getting back on the bike. In this situation, the bike is his recently <laughs> dead wife. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a little separation. It is a recently dead... She died in his arms. Yeah, yeah after being slightly bumped by a car. Let's not get into it. And then patched up by Amy. It was a hit. It was a hit. (laughs) It's all calculated. (laughs) Amy wanted Dante all along. (laughs) Um, So, uh, there's some stuff with Val going to Mr. Guthrie to talk union stuff. And he says, oh, there's not much you can do about any of this. Yeah. They they raise the spectre of the union to then not evoke it in any way. It's quite clearly written before our recent winter of discontent, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, I think so. Because, yeah, the the idea right now of watching a TV show where the union guy goes, nothing you can do about that. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I guess it's not about pay, it's just about overall funding. But it is, if she's employed in a certain role, then the amount of work she's doing for other roles absolutely would be a union issue. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
So uh, Preston is in the bathroom cubicles with his food. Uh, Kai rings him while they both happen to be in there. He hears it ring and then Preston tries to like flee, but he spills all of like the snacks and stuff out of his bag. Yeah. Um, I really like the filming of all the Preston scenes when he's in the in the bathroom and stuff. I think it's really, really well done. Mm. At one point, Kai says to him, open up, little piggy. Just read the room, yeah. Kai. For the love of Jesus H. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Preston sort of snaps at Kai that, you know, oh, and I thought Samio was controlling. Uh, Amy and Dante, Amy puts Chekhov's microphone on. Oh, God. The show has improved so much. Yeah. <laughs> but it might as well. It's like Roadrunner holding yeah. up a sign saying this is where this is going. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you, you're watching this whole thing unfold. You I know exactly what's about to happen. It's ridiculous as well because they both know what they're talking about, but they have to explain it in detail for the plot. Yeah. If, so, I, was, <laughs> if I was Amy, I would never in a million years say the phrase got my kit off in your yeah. bed. Dante's like, you know, when you were naked with your boobs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> in my bed devoid of any of the context of nothing happening yeah. it's just let's paint a scene where we were both in our house and you were naked <laughs> yeah um, come on just do do a slightly less convoluted way of making this happen yeah. please no there's so many ways this could be you know realised yeah. um, but yeah so that's so it all comes out and Izzy is there and she hears it all on the um, the, the PA thing uh, Amy then thinks Dante is getting with Nikki, so now the rumour is it's like a three-way. Ooh. Um, three in a bed sex. Three in a bed sex? There's an old one. Oh. <laughs> Got that one out of the archive. <laughs> oh, I can't even begin to explain that to new listeners. <laughs> three in a bed sex. Three in a bed. <laughs> I would recommend new listeners going back. The, the first series' audio is very choppy. Yeah. Because it was being recorded, was it through Facebook? Facebook Messenger. Through Facebook Messenger, and I was using an old set of iPhone headphones. <laughs> yeah, series two was the three in a bed sex. Three in a bed sex. Because it was during Mika's bullying uh, scandal. Yes. With the hate website, with all of the incredibly yeah. early naughty text speak on it. Yes, those were the days. Those were the days. Speaking of Mika, we had a little mensch. She does, she gets a little mensch. <laughs> she does. So, Verity is horrible now. She disappeared. She's back. She's awful. (laughs) So, uh, Samia is talking to Kai. He says, you know, I'm really happy for for you and Preston. And Kai, like, tries to get advice from her about Preston. Um, But yeah, Samia says, you know, he'll let you read chapter one of the book, but he won't let you see the rest. Mm -hmm. So he's like the insert they put at the end of the first book in the series. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I never used to read those. No, for that, very, no, no. For that very reason that I wouldn't want to read one chapter and not be able to read the rest no. of the book. And because they always used to put something in like a d- to make it more of a like a... Um, put a d- in it. No, not <laughs> Just a big drawing. <laughs> yeah. Always something that would be like... Buy my next book. <laughs> is there, it's the only book that ever has a chapter one that's a cliffhanger mm. is the one yeah, they yeah, put yeah, in yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah. the book before it. Yeah. Um... So yeah, Dean, Dean Weaver and Noel are gossiping about uh, the, this potential staff member three-way. Amy is talking to Coral about it. Um, Amy's saying, oh, you know, my career's over after all this. Um, Coral, that's her name. Yes. I just have a, as brackets, lady who killed Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a lot of Coral in this series so no, far. No, we haven't. Yeah, it's like the Great Barrier Reef. 
What? Was, was that an environmental joke? Yes, because the coral is disappearing. I We're see. all going to die. Yes. Okay. Um, it was it was a cheery one. <laughs> um, I just cater for all audiences. Yeah. A yeah. little bit of three in a bed sex, a little bit of environmental. <laughs> and there's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Coral says, you know, you've just got to ride the storm. And then she says, you know, about like Don saying, you know, men who like the chase aren't always the best catch. Which is a line that sounds good. But what does it mean? But I don't think Amy's trying to, to chase or catch. And, and I, think that, I think what's happened is she shot her shot. It hasn't worked out. Mm. She's now trying to get past it. And Dante, like I say, is he's just a bit of a flirt and she's mm. seen, seen yes. through it. But like, I would, you know, I would hope of Amy. I don't think either of them have done anything wrong here. Um, no, I wouldn't say I don't, so. I, When people say that he's leading her on, I'm not necessarily certain that he no. is. Um, but I also don't feel like she should, she's wrong for liking someone. And, no. Uh, you know, having a go. But also, I just feel like Amy could read the situation slightly better, and that is his wife has been dead three months? Yeah. <laughs> Maximum six months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the age gap as well, like because there is an age gap, right? She's straight out of teacher training. I would say she's 23, 24. Yeah. And if he was... He was about 15 in he, 2006. Yeah, so he'd be 30. Yeah, 31. so there is a bit of an age gap. Yeah, yeah. And I think that maybe that's something that we don't appreciate because we still see him as child Dante. Yes. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't considered it until yeah, you just yeah. mentioned it. And that's when they, I think... Um, Whereas he's probably closer in age to Nikki. Yeah, yeah. And I think, doesn't Nikki mention it? Or like, you know, some sort of mentions... Or it's like Coral saying it to New Grantley. Mm. The, you know, the, the age between the two of them, etc. Or, you know, how young she is, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Dante uh, wants to go and talk to Izzy about this. Says, you know, no one's going to replace your mum. Yeah. I think the um, the director's really good at always making Dante's wedding ring shinier when they want to judge his actions. Because <laughs> there's one point where he's just outside and then just, like, glinted right at you. And I was like, yeah. ooh, clever. Yeah. Izzy says you may have forgotten her, but I haven't. Yeah. And this is the first time we've seen Izzy do anything with regards to her mum's death since episode one. <laughs> <laughs> she had a she had a she had a thing. A thing. Yeah. She had a whole little thing. A whole little thing. She had a whole little thing. Yeah, I was reacting to it <laughs> at the end of episode one, and afterwards, <laughs> like, Dad, get out of bed. No, no, there was a thing because she's um, that's the basis of her NLB with with Tonya. Oh, yeah. Is that Tonya just spoke to her like someone who hadn't just lost their mum. Oh, I see. And it was because, you know, yeah, people talk to her like they can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. It was a whole thing. Okay. It was a whole thing. Val has gone to like try and G up the troops to get back to this performance. Uh, and Verity is being Verity about it. Um, and Val is like doing a big rant about, oh, I do all these unpaid extra hours and it's really important, the joy of drama and music. And she's being filmed by Noel. Mm-hmm. And we later find out that this has gone viral. Yeah. But it's never explained whether it's gone good viral or bad viral. Yeah. And the impact of it is never dwelt upon. No. Because I thought it was going to be... Because I was quite almost interested by the end of the episode where not everything is resolved by this. No. You kind of... It'd be a classic Waterloo Road. It would have been like, oh, actually, we found some extra money for your arts. All your lovely, lovely arts. Yes. But it kind of feels like it would go good viral. Yeah, you could see a world where this would go good viral. Yeah, yeah. A teacher, you know, ranting about how much extra work they put in for these extracurricular stuff yeah. to get no support from those on high. Yeah, Left-wing yeah. Twitter would have a good time with it. Yeah, yeah. And then Lee Anderson would tell her to eat wheat bix 
Yes. Yes, he would. He doesn't even, he doesn't even go to wheat bakes. He says wheat biscuits. <laughs> devil man. <laughs> he is a devil man. Um, I th- we must all be united in thinking Lee Anderson's a <laughs> Surely. <laughs> even the Tories have got to be a bit ashamed of that guy. <laughs> There's like a mediation between Dwayne and Miles. And they both do sort of lame apologies to each other. And Mrs. Massey's not very happy with either yeah. of them. Why is Miles Welsh? He was, yeah, there was a reference to it. But, okay, so he's been in the Manchester United Academy since he was seven. Yeah. So he's lived in Manchester since he was seven years old. Do you know where I'm going with this? No. It is uh, Ronan and Martin Kemp. Oh, okay. So Ronan's dad, as cockney as they bloody yeah. come, <laughs> yet Ronan was as mank as they come. Yeah, he was very mank. Despite the fact that he lived at home with his... Ma- with his cockney crime lord. With his cockney crime lord father. Yeah. <laughs> the godfather. So... Uh, Pre- Preston had gone to like confront Dante about the rumours around his mum what's this about three in a bed sex with my mother yeah, exactly. we'd never ask it we'd just yeah. never and so they go off to, to, to Dante's house yeah where... Dante you can't be driving students no, away no. especially with your rep- reputation yeah, yeah exactly no one wants to get in a car yeah Preston um, you were the same you, this is just the last time I drove a boy this age yeah. <laughs> So yeah, they're at, uh, so Dante has, has continued to make this like bar area in the garden that he was going to make for her, um, and Dante says, you know, I never made a move on anyone, but you know, I am a flirt, and I knew that I'd just feel guilty, like I was betraying her. But they've gone there because closed bar has speakers and an amp, yeah. and he's going to take them to the school, so the show can indeed go on. Now I have forgotten, much like the show has forgotten. Was it Celine? Selena? Yep, Celine. Yeah. Yes, I never made a move on anyone. She's she's got a sixteen-year-old child. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Can I just say it is mad that in the end of series three of this show, yeah. Dante's girlfriend yells at him, "I'm pregnant." Yeah. He says, "I don't believe you," and that's the end that's of it. The end of the storyline. Yeah. <laughs> the end of that storyline. Yeah, never, never to be seen again. Celine, who had no reputation of lying either. Nope. No, there's no suggestion she'd be lying. Um, that would be a great end of series two twist. <laughs> Celine turns up with a with a teenage child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I would have That would have been straight out of that's our fan, the fan fiction. fiction wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> that's the fan fiction. We haven't gone back to it in about two months because I can't unpick what you did in the last <laughs> chapter. Um. So, um, Nikki is on the phone to her mum, like, yelling about food, and then she, like, steals some meat that's come into the canteen. Mm -hmm. And Kai sees, and he says, you know, I just want to help you guys out. Nikki's obviously very defensive about it. And then um, Kai, like, inadvertently reveals that him and Preston are together. Um, Nikki didn't know about this, but she's very pleased for them. Yeah. Kai forgets the number one rule of if you see someone stealing food. You didn't. Yeah. 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 You walk away. It's weird because, like, in our world, it was only a few months ago we were talking about this exact storyline with Janice. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, it was, you know, (laughs) a decade ago. (laughs) But in our world, it was only a few months. Show's being lazy. Yeah. (laughs) You know, the podcast listeners, they're cribbing the plots in the episodes now. (laughs) Literally, as we're like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you when Rimmer returns. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, there's a bit when uh, Dante and Preston's car breaks down and Dante's like, oh, you know, maybe I am useless without Chloe. Um, 
And then he's saying about how he knew that she was the one because he could be himself around her. And then they're going to wheelbarrow the, the speaker and the amp to the school. Mm-hmm. Dante just goes from being an idiot to giving really sage speeches. Yeah, he does. Um, it's because there are only about two or three characters in the show who have enough like weight to be able to do those speeches. Yeah. Kim does because we've known her for a long time and Dante sort of does as well because... Yeah, yeah. Dead wife. Because dead wife. Yeah. You always listen to a man with a dead wife. You do, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what New Grantley traded on for a long time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> The wife wasn't dead. Nikki then like challenges Preston on the stealing of the food. And Preston says, oh, you know, I got these cereal bars from the market and I was going to sell them on. So Dante is then talking to Izzy uh, saying, oh, you know, your mum would have wanted you to perform in this show. Um, and there's a reference to your auntie Mika. Bring her back. Yes. Even if it's just a killer in a car accident. But then there's some stuff about, like, Chloe throwing up all day from wedding nerves. I was going to say, we I've just written which wedding. (laughs) But neither. Yeah, that's what I mean. They were both quite impromptu, as I remember. And it was like a, like, you know, a quite on the back, on the back burner on the first, the first one was to try to do it in secret, wasn't it? Yeah, the first one, they ran to a registry office and tried to do it without Tom knowing. Yeah, yeah. And the second one was in her van in the school car park. Yeah, yeah, close cuts. (laughs) Close cuts, yeah. So yeah, uh, the show is started. Sammy is doing a poem about like social justice. And... Yeah, if I was a parent governor and I saw my child doing poetry, I I would cut the arts as well. <laughs> it's very important. There is no funding for the arts at this school. <laughs> yeah, all the arts except poetry. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Tonya starts doing this poem about friendship, but Izzy's not there to do it with her. So Val does. Then Izzy arrives, and they do this poem about friendship. Which gets incredibly intense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's about, you know, Izzy losing her mum and how her dad pretends he's okay and how Tony's there for her to help. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dante's crying and Kim's crying and Andrew is smugly looking at Kim while she's crying. Yeah. <laughs> she still has feeling. Yeah. But also, when they fade focus from Kim to Andrew. Yes. Oh, we stand. Yeah, we love that focus, Paul. It's very yeah. good. Um but also, as much as nice as this is, the missed comedy value if they'd had Val, Val do the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> it just about works when you think they're talking about friends. And then when she says the word mum, yeah. everyone would have gone, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know how far they could have got down the poem. Um, but then, read the, read the room, Kai shows yeah, yeah. up. Kai, ooh, he goes, ooh, this is a nice moment. Let's make it about Kai me. Kai turns off, like, <laughs> jangling a bucket and saying... That he's launching a school food bank. <laughs> Staring at Nikki and Preston. I do, it is so tactless. But also, I do enjoy the fact how a lot of the conflict, and you see it in the next episode as well, it has necessarily come from outside caricatures. Like, not Miles isn't the source of all conflict, right? He isn't going in saying, oh, Preston, you're poor and you can't afford to eat. It comes from people wanting to do yeah. better wanting to help people but not understanding their situation or what they want from it yeah. and I think that's a really interesting thing because it yeah. makes the drama a bit more human because it all starts from this perspective of you know um, people not giving the people at the centre of the problem their voice Kai yeah. is over o- talking over Preston here yeah. Preston saying here's what I want here's what I want and he just ignores it yeah absolutely um, and then next week we get uh, Miles being the bad boy causing the drama yeah, so but, we get the opposite end of it next week. Yeah, but we also have that's with one thing. But then the other stuff that you have is different. Yeah. Um. So Val is saying to Kim about how you know the students need nights like this. Music saved her life, 
and she's going to fight for those chances for these kids. Yeah, yeah. I was, she was, um, you know, uh, beating up her dad until he nearly died before she picked up a book or uh, <laughs> picked up a music sheet. <laughs> it's one for the series eight hardcore. Yeah, yeah. So there's some stuff with Dante saying to Amy, you know, I've, I've got too much baggage at the moment and they agree to be friends. Is there a Neil and Coral frisson? I, I said, I, my note is, Neil, don't you dare have a frisson. Neil's frissoning. He's frissoning all over the place. I don't want them frissoning. Coral rightfully judged him for his uh, um, having a dead wife or pretending he had a dead wife. And again, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah. And yeah, they're frissoning everywhere. Um, Dante uh, offers Nikki a pizza. Yeah. She says another time. Um, yeah, like Dante again. Just, you know, if you've told Amy, you've let her down gently all this, don't then go over and say, do you want, do you want a pizza and help me talk to Izzy? Oh, you got that down. Do you want a pizza then? You might as well have said, do you want a pizza and sex? Do you want a pizza? I have to take all your clothes off and get into my bed. <laughs> and this time I won't ask you to leave. Yeah. Um, so uh, Kai then finds Preston and Preston says he feels humiliated. Kai says he's just trying to show how much he cares. And uh, Preston sort of says, well, you know, the, the way you've lived, you have no idea what it's like to struggle. Um, <laughs> Do you remember the privilege quiz? Yeah. But he's saying in this particular yeah, yeah, form yeah. of privilege, <laughs> this corner of the privilege graph. <laughs> yeah. Ka- <laughs> yeah. Respect for Kai for biting his tongue at that yeah. point. Yeah. Um. So Kai then says, you know, the happiest I've ever felt was when I was walking in the corridor with you earlier. And Preston says he felt the same. Kai says he wants the chance to really know Preston. And then Preston sort of tearfully admits about the problem. He says, I think I have a problem with my eating. Yes, I love this scene. Yes, the actor is really, really very good. Very good, yes. Noah Valentine, who plays Preston, is, in this and next week, actually, is outstanding. Yeah, really, really good. And we said this in the start of the first series, we wasn't did. it? That it's like the overall calibre of actor they've put into the show. Because you kind higher. of had your, t- your two or three in the original show who were like your main child actors. Yeah. And Jack O'Connell. And Jack O'Connell. But then you'd, you'd, <laughs> you'd have random, you know, child Charles of the Week. But because yeah. the Charles of the Week doesn't really exist in this version no. of the show, it's all the main cast. Yeah. The, the quality of the main cast is, yeah. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. This is an excellent scene. Yeah. It's really excellent. Um... So yeah, Preston says, you know, about how he eats to feel good until he doesn't, and that's when he purges. Um, he says it's been happening ever since his mom and dad split up. He says eating was the only thing he could control, and that's why he did it. But now he's lost control of that. Um, and then Kai says, you know, your mom needs to know. You need to get help. Um, and Preston is saying, oh, you know, I worry that she's got too much to deal with and make Kai promise to keep it secret. Yeah. Is this... um? So again, you know, with the show cribbing old plots, was those not the same justifications that young Kel Spellman gave? Possibly. Yeah. Yes. Because they have they've they've walked this territory before. They have. They're both both good both good though. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, this yeah. one this one's better as well. But that was another, you know, uh, plot that the show did that was that was successful. Incidentally, my Spotify algorithm. Mm-hmm. Keeps feeding me adverts presented by young Kel Spellman. Oh really? <laughs> It obviously knows. <laughs> Tom, you don't pay for Spotify Premium. Of course I don't pay for Spotify Premium. I don't listen to it that often. Good God, man. What do you <laughs> listen to our podcast on? I don't listen to our podcast. I edit it. Oh. 
and I listen to all my other podcasts, I've got an app. Oh, oh. yeah. I have an app. It's called Spotify. <laughs> I have Podcast Addict. Oh, right. Okay. It's not that crazy. Mm, I think it Only is. about 40% of our traffic comes through Spotify. Oh, only 40%. <laughs> you know, people, people use other things. No, they don't. Weirdly, some of our some of our traffic comes through Alexa. Imagine someone having it out loud in their house. Oh, no, that's it. That's humiliating. Our dulcet tones. <laughs> um, the final thing we need to talk about in this episode is uh, Kim and Andrew. Um, Kim sort of saying, you know, I used to be the creative, not the obstacle. Um, and Andrew saying, oh, you know, it's poacher turned gamekeeper. Um, and he then suggests that she should reconnect with teaching by getting into the classroom. Yeah, probably the thinnest level of advice you can give to a senior teacher, mm. isn't it? And I, the head teachers used to take cover lessons for us. Yeah, well, no, I don't remember my head teacher ever ever doing that. No, we definitely have. They're like the rest of the senior leadership team would. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't remember the the head no. ever doing it. No, we definitely had. A, he, did, he did French once. I guess if it's you know if it's needed because like we because we've seen it in Waterloo Road like obviously the day that Jack wasn't in charge he went back into the classroom didn't he yeah. Rachel Mason did one day yeah, yeah where she was needed for cover and Michael did his planets lesson oh, yeah, yeah, outside yeah. outdoor outdoor lesson outdoor lesson um but yeah so yeah that's where the episode finishes with the Preston and and Kai stuff yes good 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 stuff a good episode I'm sort of waiting for it to like catch fire yeah. it needs the um the 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 kelly joe episode from last series yes it but needs also, like an equivalent of that you know the last week and you know the pre the, the absence of a previously on gives allows them to cover all manner of misdeeds mm. um because last week ended with nikki calling up Vinny right for, to ask for yeah, money yeah, yeah absolutely and spoilers that doesn't come back next week either no and i guess when the show is meant to be binged um, yeah, that, it, it, that allows them to do stuff like that. But if you, but while you're also releasing it episodically, as you would on say a podcast series, yes, um, you know, write it for our benefit. Um, a podcast series hasn't got time to record seven episodes in a block. Yeah, we have jobs. Yeah, yeah. The first series came out. Tom didn't have a job. It was easy. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was a good episode. Yeah, like I say, I'm just waiting for it to like really go yeah yeah and i think because the big running thread we've got is danny who doesn't figure in this episode at all no no and then it just becomes about you know a little bit of meddling with parent governors yeah which is fine but it's not but much less interesting yeah yeah um but yeah so i, th- I thought another good good episode uh play out song i think is going to be a version of try a little tenderness i don't know which one i'm going to go for uh, there are many there are many I'm picturing one from a film and I can't remember. Oh, it's Shrek. Yes. Donkey Singer. Of course it's Shrek. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of which one I, was, I had in my mind to be as uh, Shrek. <laughs> yeah. To get to try a little tin. 